uh, is this thing on? Is uh, is this still work? Gotta gotta get the dust off here. Uh, William Galloway and Britton Johnson back on the Main Streets podcast. Uh, you thought we had died, but um, it turns out the microphone was in the back of the closet. I was able to find it, and we are back and live. All the way back. All the way back. Britton, what's going on, man? Not too much. Glad to be in person for the first time. Yeah. Doing this podcast, uh, not over Zoom, so I can actually look at you face to face as we do this. And it's gonna be a fun year. I can't hide any tricks and pull anything up on our monitor and fake reading stats that I pretended like I knew or anything like that. So, uh, our first in person podcast. This is cool. Um, we didn't know that we'd be doing this again. You know, it was kind of a we did last year. It was super. We'd I'd say successful. We had a good time. And, but now it's, you know, we're in, you're in a new situation, um, and there's a lot to kind of cover in terms of catching up, but there's also a lot of opportunity for what lies ahead. So bring us up to speed with what you've been up to. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, started at Stanford a few weeks ago, officially for the school year. Obviously we've been doing workouts all summer, uh, went to the Dominican Republic, which was a ton of fun as a team. Um. And uh, back home, it's great to be back in Birmingham, which uh, obviously for you, I mean, that's, that's home. So uh, it's been a ton of fun. Um, and just kind of getting settled into the school year. Uh, pretty heavy class load, and then mixing that with, with basketball. We're not quite in season with our hours yet. So, so what that means is kind of when you're out of season, you have a max of eight hours per week. Uh, four hours on the court, four hours off the court for the whole week um, in terms of workouts. But when you get in season, which is... 30 practices leading up to the season and then throughout the season is 20 hour weeks. So uh, it'll really ratchet up for us in about a week and a half. But we're still kind of in this stage where we're getting about four one hour workouts in a week um, and four one hour lifts. And uh, so really just kind of gearing up for the season and kind of starting that process. It's been a lot of fun. Have you, uh, two, two questions that come to mind first of all, right off the bat, what number are you this year? Still rocking the 21? Still repping twenty one. I've been I've been wearing the number thirty one practice jersey uh, so far, but but make no mistake, I'm still repping twenty one. Let's so go. Excited about that. And then uh, your communication with guys back in Tuscaloosa. I know people like Adam and Tyler Barnes is no longer playing after his sixteen year career uh, in Tuscaloosa, but Doctor Barnes now. <laughs> Doctor Barnes. That's yes. right. That's yes. right. In uh, Louisville Med School. No, Kentucky? Cincinnati. 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 Okay. He's a Cincy. Okay, right, right across the uh, Kentucky, uh, no, Ohio River. It's the Ohio River. Yeah. I gotta get my geographical okay. terms correct. Look at you go. I got a, I got fined by the, whatever the state patrol is, whatever for crossing without. I mean, I ended up paying it. It was like a three dollar toll bridge, but crossing in between uh, Ohio and uh, Kentucky is there's a toll bridge right there, and uh, I didn't know I had to pay my four dollars, and yeah. so I, I paid it six months later. The more you know. Um, the more you know. Yeah, learned that lesson this summer. Um, yeah, so talk to if you talk to Adam, if you talk to any guys at Tuscaloosa, and you know, uh, y'all they had a foreign trip as well. Yeah, they did, and and I do. Uh, I keep up with pretty much all of those guys. Uh, obviously, some like Adam, maybe a little more than others, just because we have such a great relationship. I mean, I have a great relationship with all those guys. But uh, shoot, I was texting uh, JQ last week because we have a shared love for. Game of Thrones and uh, just about the new Game of Thrones show, The House of the Dragon, and uh, so it's just little things. But uh, the more I hear about that team and about those guys, the more excited I am for what they have going on this year. It's going to be a phenomenal year for them. Obviously, uh, anyone who 
follows Alabama uh, even remotely, like a little bit, knows that they went to Barcelona and had a great time over there, uh, won all three of their games and, and looked great doing it. Uh, so I think they got a really promising year ahead of them. And uh, it's just a really exciting time for the state of Alabama with basketball. Um, I hate to admit it, Auburn's probably going to be pretty good this year again. Uh, and Alabama was like they're going to be at, really at, good. At basketball, not at football. We, we've correct, already seen, correct, correct. seen that um, unfold so far, two weeks in, yeah, three but, weeks uh, in. You know, and UAB's looking like they're going to have a phenomenal year this year, and, and, and hopefully we can kind of add to that as well and uh, compete for a league crown this year. That's kind of our goal. So uh, it's a really exciting time to be a fan of basketball in the state of Alabama. All right, so you are twenty, just turned twenty-two, correct? Yes. A couple All right. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me the difference in playing college basketball with experience, coming into a place where uh, you are the new face, but you're one of the more experienced guys at the age of twenty-two, and you've got high-level experience playing in the SEC, even being a starter. Going back to that Georgia <laughs> game, um, we'll never forget that. Won't won't let that one down. I'll I'll remind you of that when you get married too. I mean, tell your kids and everything. Um, but tell me about having that experience and, you know, the physical, the maturity, the physicality, you know, having, um, going, going up against all those guys at Alabama every day in practice. Like, what do you bring to Samford now as, uh, as, as a preferred walk-on? Yeah. So, I mean, the thing with, with Samford, it's a combination of a couple of things. Obviously general experience is, is helpful and it's a great teacher, but also, uh, having played for Bucky all this year, it, it almost feels like I'm a returner. Um, and it's more been learning to mesh with the new guy or all the other guys on the team. And, um, you know, because for me, it's like, like I got to play, I'm playing in a similar spot on the press that I played in high school. And it's like, it just is very natural to me. Uh, so it's been a ton of fun. We have a really mature and uh, veteran team. So I'd say virtually everybody on the team is 21 or older, which is, wow. uh, it speaks a lot to, you know, just how veteran we are. Um, so, you know, you say you're one of the older guys, and I probably if you were to look at it like the whole roster, I am. But uh, I don't have to feel the pressure of, like, being the the veteran that, like, leads. Like, we just have a great group of leaders on this team um, that, you know, it's just a really – I think it's a player-led environment in terms of accountability. And, obviously, uh, Coach Bucky's not going to let anything go. But Right. Um, we know that. I was a manager, and he made me run in high school, so I, I won't won't forget that part. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a ton of fun. Uh, we have a really deep team this year, so I mean, we have really fifteen dudes that like all can go, all can play, and uh, so it's it's been really competitive all summer and fall. But I think uh, we're really building something, and it's been exciting to be a part of it. So one thing I'm working at Mountain Brook, and one I got a good relationship with a lot of the athletic coaches and all the people there, really. But one thing I see because I get to be around uh, often, um, especially at the high school, is things are still going the way that Bucky established them with the boys' basketball program, the Wednesday track workouts, things like that. Is are his workouts and are the things that he's doing parallel to what he established in high school in terms of an off-season practice and workout plan? Um, I mean, it's a little bit different just in how you evolve from high school to college. Um, but so much of it's similar. That's been what's so fun for me is to go back and so many of the drills, so many of the term, so much of the terminology, like so much of, uh, just the little details of what we do. It, it's just entirely familiar to me. It's something I've done for years. Um, it, it was fun to see how quickly I kind of picked up a lot of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of like, you know, 
Thank the Lord I don't have to do Wednesday track workouts anymore. Uh, eat eat chicken day that. at the high school. Eat six chicken uh, fingers, yeah. mashed potatoes, and then go run right. four, 14, 440s or <laughs> whatever it, it, it was. It was so funny because it'd be like the one day that people actually acted like they cared about their nutrition in high school. Like, you know, no one takes that seriously, but they're like kind of watching what they eat because they know they're probably going to puke it up. Later. Yeah, they don't want to throw up. Um, and so, yeah, we luckily we haven't had to do that uh, or you know, I, I think we're in shape enough, and and we're still getting conditioning in. A lot of it's just coming back playing and, and working really hard on a day to day basis. But uh, a lot of the little drills, a lot of the things we do, it's very similar. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and so tell me about classes too. We're kind of covering all bases here. Uh, you're a divinity student at Sanford. How many hours yeah. you take in? What classes are you doing? Yeah, so I'm only in nine hours, um, which is I think considered a full time student at the divinity school. Just the way it's set up. Um, it's been a ton of fun. Um, obviously, as a believer, I'm, it's just theology is something I'm incredibly interested in. And uh, it's a great opportunity for me to explore that. Uh, I don't I almost don't want to call it a passion because that's almost insulting to it. But right. uh, just something I have a ton of interest in and, and, and just been soaking up a lot of information. I feel like I'm kind of the uh, almost the dumb one of the group because all these guys that have been preparing to be a full-time in full-time ministry for all these yeah. years that like, they have church history and all this stuff on lock, and it's like for me, uh, you wanted being, to you wanted to play some hoops and wanted to study something you could enjoy. Well, and I'm like, I'm not just gonna limit it to that, but it's like one of those things. that's like I, I'm just a guy that loves the Bible in it, but it's like if you were to ask me about all the early church fathers, I probably don't know nearly as much as uh, right. some of those other guys. So it's been it's been a lot of information to soak up and learn. It's been a lot of work. Um, but man, it's, I've already seen the fruit of it. It's it's gonna be a really rewarding year. So I'm excited. That's exciting. Well, I've got my master. Or don't have my master's. I'm currently trying to yeah. obtain my master's Back in sports school. hospitality, which you did last year. I did. And I'm I'm telling you, after we record this podcast, I'm gonna get you to tutor me on research methods because um, I'm learning a lot about research methods that I didn't know applied to sports hospitality. But uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and uh, if you got through it, I can get through it. So I absolutely. I remember I held your <laughs> held your hand through some things in college and now you can <laughs> hold my hand through some things in postgrad yeah. um but college basketball is going to be really fun this year you mentioned all the teams that are going to be really good in this state uh even in the likes of programs like uah are growing yeah. and and will find success and a uh, former mountain brook player from last year has, has gone on to play there but I'm really excited to see college basketball. I'm excited to experience. Um, it was special to go to a lot of Sanford games last year, and I you know, got to kind of get to know those guys, not personally, but to see them on the court and get to know their talents and their skill set. I mean, Quez Glover was one of the – I think he was the top 15- to 17-foot uh, jump shot shooter in the country statistically, yeah. which was awesome. Uh, Birmingham, Birmingham's own Quez yeah. Glover. Well, and it's funny because, you know, Coach Bucky's a lot like uh, Coach Oates in the, in the way that, I mean, you know this, not big mid-range guys. Correct. Uh, everyone knows that about Coach Oates. It's the same thing for Coach Bucky. And, uh, but, but Quez is just it's such a, a talent of his, such an ability that uh, we, we kind of give him a little more leeway than most just because he shoots it at such a high clip. And, you know, I, Oates would tell you the same thing. And, and, and he starts off all season, uh, Coach Oates does, by letting guys shoot whatever shots they want to shoot all summer. And then I get to the end of the summer, and he shows him the percentages, and he says, look, on a points-per-shot metric, uh, this is a terrible shot. Like, you've proven it to us. It's a terrible shot. Wow. Um, now, for, for Quez, he shoots it at such a high clip, it's it's a good shot, which is crazy. I mean, uh, so it's been really impressive to see that. 
but yeah, we, we got a lot of a lot of dudes on this team. I mean, uh, Bubba Parham coming in as well from Georgia Tech. Uh, that's going to be one of the most fun backcourts to, uh, I'd like to say, be a part of, but also just to, to sure. have a first-class uh, seat to watch um, in really the country. So um, it's going to be a really, really fun year. Now, so as a walk-on, you got to earn your keep, you got to earn your stripes, and I, I know and I've heard that you're doing that, and you, as we know from Alabama, will continue to do that. Um, but tell me, are you are you getting in your rotation in spots when when you're making your contributions? Are you playing the two? Are you playing the three? You talked about being the smeller on the on the press. I mean, where where do you fit in offensively? Yeah, so I've been playing mostly two and three, which are kind of probably my natural positions. Uh, a little bit of four as well. I mean, with with the way we we play, really. Almost every position is interchangeable a little bit, but uh, especially one through four, you can kind of just maneuver around. Uh, playing a lot of Smeller on the press, which uh, hopefully throughout the course of this year will we'll help you all become more well acquainted with what each of these things mean. But to be the Smeller is the back man, the guy that gets back on the shot. And then... Um, Hence the leading the state in charges your yeah, senior year. Yeah, it sets you up well for it. It sets you up well. Um, and, and I think I've already annoyed a lot of my teammates with my charge taking it. At Sanford, oh, I know so. you annoyed him in Alabama. Yeah. That's that resounded throughout the gym, from what I heard from you, the managers. And you, you don't make a lot of friends by being the dude that takes all the charges, unless unless they're on your team. But but I like mean, the strength coach and the trainers will love you. Yeah, you know they'll sing right. your praises all day I mean, long. You really come across as a blue collar guy, but uh, but you know you'll annoy some people along the way. But uh, it, it's fun and and look, I'm it's something where you have to play to your strengths. I'm never going to be the guy that jumps up and just swats a dude at the rim. Uh, so I have to kind of learn not, to not, around not yet. a little bit. Not yet. We might get a jumping program in the next eight weeks before the season starts. Who knows? I don't, I don't know if God's built me for that. I don't know if that's ever changing. If not now, then never probably. Uh, but, but yeah, so it's just kind of something where you learn to play to your strengths. And uh, the other thing is is taking charges in, in Coach Bucky's system is a non-negotiable. So uh, I may – end up with more of them but if you don't take them from from what i remember you 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 take them or you don't and you stay after practice and you learn to take them that's just kind of how it goes that's how how he breads how he butters his bread yeah so it's it's been fun to be back and and obviously I, i i wouldn't be here if i didn't believe fully in what he's doing and what he's building and um i think we have a chance to have a really special team i do and i I say this every year when people ask me, it's like there's no point in, in talking up a season in August or September. You don't know. I say the same about Alabama. It's like I think they have a chance to be really special this year. But uh, you can only get a glimpse in August or September. There's so much that is going to happen that is necessary to happen between now and the first game and between before March when the games really, really, really matter. Um, and so I can sit here and say I think we're going to be good or I think we're going to be this or that, but we have – I mean, we haven't played one game yet, so we haven't proven anything. But, um, you know, just looking at all the returners we have, looking at the guys we have coming in, it's like it's just really exciting to be a part of a team that has the potential to do something that's never been done before in school history. Yeah. Um, and kind of be able to leave. You know, I only have one year left, so to be able to leave my mark in that way, uh, whether that's me playing you know, 25 minutes, 10 minutes, 2 minutes, I don't know what it's going to look like. And, uh, But I just want to help win. And I think, you know, we have a chance to have a really special team and a really special year. So it's just really exciting to kind of be a part of all that. 
Yeah, so you've been out of Tuscaloosa four or five months now, been back in Birmingham. What have you enjoyed about being in Birmingham? What do you miss? I was in Tuscaloosa last week, and I had to go to Heat Pizza because, you know, you have best to. pizza in town. You have to. And and that was, uh, but no free shout-outs. But no, no free, free shout-outs. Shout you, um, you hear that, Frank Fleming? No free shout-outs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's been great to be back back home. Um, obviously close to family. I, yeah, as you know, I'm literally living with my parents this year, so... Uh, maybe a little too close to family at certain points, but uh, it's been great to be back with my parents. And, uh, you know, really, I feel like there's just been a convergence of all of these communities uh, throughout my life that are kind of coming back to Birmingham. So whether it be my high school friends that are now coming back from college and are here, um, your brother being one of them uh, at UAB or I don't know what it's called now, but medical school. When he's not not in in the medical books. Right, right. It's, but, uh, and you know, my college friends, a lot of them have moved back here, and, and now I have this new community at Sanford. So it's been really cool to see all these different communities kind of exist here. Um, it's been fun to kind of explore Birmingham. I mean, I grew up here, so there are parts of it I definitely knew very, very well. But uh, you're kind of shielded from parts of it, even like the restaurant scene and different things, just when you're a kid, because A, you don't really have the freedom to drive around right. everywhere. Totally, totally. Um, and so, like, just going around downtown Birmingham more and just, like, going to different restaurants. and Lakeview has grown a lot. Yeah, the downtown I mean, area by the BJCC, more restaurants, It really stadium. is a great place to be and a great place to live right now. And, you know, I also love Tuscaloosa. And um, I've been down there a couple times uh, in the summer and fall. And uh, another great opportunity to kind of catch up with friends and, and teammates and everything there. But, uh but yeah, it's been, it's been nice to be home for sure. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're hanging in with us as we approach the 20-minute mark, uh, we want to ask you, Britton and I can talk about a plethora of things. I can tell you about communications at Mountain Brook Schools, or you can listen to the Mountain Brook Schools podcast for that. Again, no free shout-outs. Britton, we can talk about Alabama basketball. We'll definitely talk some Sanford basketball. Um, talking about the world of college athletics and college basketball, kind of what's going on around the NCAA. Uh, As the college football season continues, we might incorporate a little bit of that. Um, We're going to have some hot takes here for you as we close out the show. But if you're listening to this and you care about this, which if you're listening this far into the podcast, you obviously care or you know us or are related to us or something of the sort. Mm-hmm. Um, give us give us some, some feedback on what you want to hear, questions you have, topics you want to hear discussed, um, stories. Even, I was going to say, maybe even guests that you might want to have on. Yeah, guests. Like, I mean, we can, we can do all of that. So. Britain's, I mean, played with guys that are now in the NBA, guys that are playing overseas, um, and a lot of different experiences. Um, so we want to hear from you on what you want to hear, and we'll just leave it at that. So, if again, if you're listening this far into the podcast, you know how to contact us. Um, we are open ears uh, and, and want to help you enjoy what we enjoy doing and making this podcast. So before we close, we're going to have hot takes of the week, and I would assume they'll be college football-related. Uh, do you have yours ready? We're kind of shooting from the hip here. Yeah, I mean, we're shooting from the hip. Uh, one that occurred to me, and it's a hot take that I don't know if I'm surely fully bought in on yet, but uh, just watching college football yesterday, there, you know, I had one TV on the Alabama game, the other on uh, the West Georgia game, and it was just a ton of fun uh, to watch both of those games concurrently uh, with each other uh, for a multitude of reasons, but. Um, first of all, I think Alabama's going to be fine. This isn't a hot take. You know, I, I came in, I was, my hot take before the year was this was as confident as I'd been in a Saban 
team. Um, I don't think they've quite lived up to that. No, but we're, we're three games in. We're three games in. And so it's really not about what they are now as opposed to what they'll be in December and January. Um, so I'd say the hot take, if I had to land on one, is that Brian Harson will not make it to the end of this season. I was going to say coach. I was going to say December probably. I don't know if um, he, I don't know when that Alabama. Uh, I think it's the la- obviously it's the last week in November. I don't know if we'll make it to December. Yeah, and, and so uh, obviously that was just a really rough game for them yesterday. But all uh, things considered, you have eighteen million dollar buyout right now. I think that's what it is, and you're still paying Malzahn. You're probably still paying Chiswick. I don't know if you can afford. I think you just got to ride the wave and hold on to them until a certain date. I mean, that's a lot of money. It just depends on how much Yellowwood hates them. <laughs> that's <know>? a lot <laughs> of Yellowwood. Y'all thought lumber prices were going up from the economy, but it's actually because uh, what's going on in West Georgia. Um, well, my hot take. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a Crimson Tide spin on it. Um, Will Anderson. I don't know. This isn't scorching hot. This isn't even. This isn't even warm. Take Will Anderson will be a top three finalists for the Heisman after seeing Saturday's stiff arm, touchdown, pick six, all in one, after getting a sack, mind you. That's kind of his Heisman moment. People say, oh, you need a non-offensive touchdown. Well, that's it. And if that's game three, that probably won't be the last one. So that's mine, is Will Anderson's going to be a top three. And he should win the Heisman. Should have won it last year. I mean, 1A, 1B with Bryce and Will. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Will is I think – Alabama fans and college football fans in general, and I'm guilty of this, hold him to such a high standard that I don't, I mean, I, I don't hold any, I don't think I've ever held anybody no. to the standard I hold Will Anderson to, to the point that obviously uh, Texas game was not his, you know, shiny moment for the most part. He made two of the biggest plays of the game, you know, between the blocked field goal that Fox did not show yep, um, and the sack late, that was just a huge, huge play. It's like, I looked back and I was like, that's probably the worst game he's had in an Alabama uniform, and he made two of the biggest games. Game-changing plays, plays, yep. Uh, And then, obviously, Bryce, I mean, that he he said how special that that guy is. He just, his ability to be calm under pressure, and it's just, it, to be able to be down with about two, I don't know, what was it, minute minute, 20 left? Yeah, minute 20, minute 30. We get the ball, and that's But as an Alabama fan, we knew that he was going to go down the field and score. Or he was going to find a way. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt so sure that we were going to win that football game. And it was a combination of a couple things. A, a lot of trust in Bryce Young. B, a ton of trust in Will Record. And what a gift it is to be able to say that about an Alabama kicker. I mean, anyone who's been around the program for any mm-hmm. period of time uh, knows that even, I mean, you can go back to any game. Go back to the Iron Bowl a few years ago uh, when Bolivis, you know, bricked the – 27-yard field goal that would have yeah, tied it. Yeah, Cade I mean, Foster, I mean, you, you, you name them. We had them. Uh, it's crazy that that was the first game-winning field goal with under five minutes left of the saving era at Bama. Um, I think, A, it speaks to dominance. B, it probably speaks to not great kicking. Yep. Um, so it's great to have a, a kicker that you just can trust so much in that spot. But, I mean, Saban said it himself. I love the post-game uh, interview where they asked him about the decision to maybe even go for it later. And... and when he said he went for it on fourth and the one that they we didn't get, he said, look, I had trust, I had faith that even if it came down to it, like we'd be able to put together a two-minute drive. And what does that say about his trust for Bryce and his mm-hmm. trust for World Record? Um, you know, I, it's, it's, 
I, we say it a hundred times. It's, it's still a great time to be an Alabama football It fan. is. It is. And and maybe we're getting ahead to next week's hot take, but I think if Bryce goes undefeated, leads Alabama to, that, to a national championship, and I mean hoisting the trophy, not just to the game, I think you have to say he's the best quarterback in Alabama history. And I know a lot of people say, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Heisman, national champion, you know, I mean, Joe Namath didn't do that. There are a lot of other quarterbacks. None of them before him did it. So we're, we're, getting, our, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Uh, but thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking in here with us. We're going to do this more often. Britain's in Birmingham. We're here together. So we're going to hopefully have uh, more content for you leading up to the season. And obviously throughout the season, we'll talk as much and as frequently as we can. Britain, as always, here on the Main Streets Podcast, you've got the final word. Uh, just, you know, great time to... Uh you know, enjoy some football right now. I mean, this, these couple, last couple of weeks of football have just been phenomenal. Uh, the weather's starting to get nice. Uh, it's a great time to be in the state of Alabama, so roll tide and go Bulldogs. <laughs>